it was 62 to 33. It was 62 to 33. We put up a 60 piece on them niggas. All right. So shout out to UCLA. You know what I'm saying? I, honestly, I can tell you that's ending our season on a good note. Because everybody knows when it comes to basketball and, and football in college, well, not so much in basketball. I'll take that back. Not so much in basketball because the UCLA-USC rival in basketball, that's not a thing. That's like the Lakers versus the Clippers. It's not a thing. And that's not even that's not even shitting on USC because the reason why this win is big is because USC has been so dominant in the Pac-10 slash 12 for so many years. They were at one point Los Angeles professional football team. You know what I mean? And that was before the the, the Rams and the trash-ass Chargers came over here. USC was considered... Our, you know, and I, obviously that was after the Rams and the Raiders left in the 90s. But nah, man, um, it's different. It's different. But there's 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 college rivalries within basketball that's just major. You know, that's it is what it is. The the, the Dukes and, and North Carolina matchups. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that is that is major. And then you got some other ones. But when it comes to football, you know, everybody had the, the Ohio State versus Michigan. You know, Miami, the Hurricanes versus Florida State, you know, the Red River uh, battle. Like, they have certain matches where niggas is going to tune. If you're a fan of the sport, you're going to tune into all those rivalries. But if you're just regional, um, you're going to tune into whatever, you know, whatever school uh, uh, that's inside of your, your, your state. Or, I mean, not even, it's not even a whole state thing. I mean, because. You know, uh, there's a lot of rivalries that, you know, the USC Notre Dame, that's a, that's a huge rivalry right there. You know, uh, then you got the you got the LSU versus uh, Bama. So it's, it's, it's certain matches where we like, yo, we got to take some time. And then, of course, like I said, I'm in my backyard. You know what I mean? And that and that that game took place at they crib in the Coliseum. And whoop they ass, you know, and, and and we already know USC is on the down year and you and UCLA was supposed to be getting better starting a couple of years ago with the hiring of Chip Kelly. And the only thing that he can hang his hat on is a W inside the Coliseum. But no, we need to get better because at one point we was ranked in the top 10. And the last time we was ranked inside the top 10, we had a black coach. At one point, we was number three in the nation. Y'all remember that year? Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna go back, but, um, and there's no, there's no, there's no doubt about it. Like, you know, all my friends are USC football fans. That was how I said football, because when you hear, when you hear their sports teams and how they became sports friends of these different programs, like, like you, like there's a thing where you're a USC football fan. But a UCLA basketball fan, <laughs> which is crazy, right? But not me. I'm I'm through and through. You know what I'm saying? I'm all West Coast at that. I have a couple of teams that I like outside of my goddamn, you know, biasness, you know, but I am a UCLA, UCLA Dodgers, Raiders, Lakers, you know what I'm saying? Uh Kings fan, right? Um, and that was, that was a good W though, because, you know, I, I don't, I don't start, I don't start to beef or any of that in a group chat, they, it, because there's, there's no, there, I'm the only UCLA football fan in there. You know what I'm saying? So cats is coming at my head prior to the game starting. 
the week prior, you know what I'm saying? UCLA this and, and fuck UCLA that, la, 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 la. Boy, it was crickets in that motherfucker. <laughs> you know, we ran all over they got there and then put up a 60 piece. Then they want to bring up the year where, uh, when Matt Barkley was there and they put up, they beat us 50 to zero. Okay. That's cool. You got it. You got it. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. That was so long ago. Anyhow, that's what happened. Let's get to the shit, though. Let's really get to the shit, though. So watching the game, uh, there was a couple of games that went on. I'm disappointed in my Raiders at this point. We lost to the Bengals. Could have won that game. Made it to the red zone a couple of times. Couldn't convert. There was a, there was a few fourth and in short, fourth and ones that we just, we wasn't aggressive enough. I don't know. I literally don't know what the fuck is going on. Like the... The, the, the energy is off. I even seen somebody on Twitter saying Derek Carr on the bench just seems different. And who knows what that is? You know what I'm saying? Like there has to be something going on because Derek Carr is a cat that this nigga want to win, but he's acting like everybody know the energy comes from if you, uh, if you got a Ray Lewis. Okay. Cause that's like a quarterback on defense. There's not too many Ray Lewis's. On, on, on that side of the ball. It's really not. You know what I'm saying? One of those vocal leaders. He is a, he is a elite quarterback defender. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what Ray Lewis was. I'm talking about all, out of all aspects. However you think about him personally, and if you was in his division and don't like the nigga, I can totally understand that. But as a strictly a football player, as a middle linebacker, that nigga was an elite middle linebacker quarterback. And unless you don't, if you don't have one of those, it's automatically the quarterback. You got to have the locker room. And by you having a locker room, you got to have that energy. You got to have that get back because niggas got to believe in you, even these grown men. And I've seen it, man. I know. And I've never been in a huddle or anything like that. But you can see how certain players play for Aaron Rodgers, how they play for Brady, how they play for Breeze, how they play for Phillip Rivers. Like, they play for these quarterbacks a certain way, man. And the quarterbacks that I just mentioned, they actually go out and they, a Peyton Manning, you know what I'm saying, a Joe Montana, a Troy Aikman, like, these niggas went out and played, you know, but it seemed like that's not, that's not the case. And Derek Carr has always been in the middle of, like, or is he going to be the leader amongst men? Or are we just here to get a paycheck? And sometimes we'd be having games like that. And we was moving the ball against the Bengals. And we even played hella great defense. You know what I'm saying? Throughout the game. Even though we gave it. And, yo, we got to stop with these ignorant ass. For no fucking reason. Um, Not the pass interferences. We get those a lot as well. But the unnecessary roughness calls, bro. Like literally, some stuff I could, I bro. Throughout the season, I can point out certain plays where they caused some important uh, or made some bad calls on important downs, and I'm like, man, come on, refs, y'all on some bullshit. Y'all playing, y'all y'all refing soft or whatever. But not yesterday, not yesterday's game against the Bengals. Those penalties that we had on third and short, third and longs, whatever the case may be, would have changed the landscape of the game because uh, we're getting the ball back. And we can move the ball when we lock in. 
And these motherfuckers is pushing the quarterback well after the fucking ball is gone. They're hitting cats in the, in the fucking face, uh, helmet, the uh, face mask hits. Like when they're already being tackled down to the ground, it's like, come on, bro. And I get it, man, because some of these take on the mystique of the Raiders where we used to hit niggas hard. You know what I'm saying? We took certain penalties, but we're not good enough to overcome those penalties. We're not fucking good enough to overcome those penalties. And we're not supposed to. Like, that's the thing. Like, like if we are that good, like, why would you want to set yourself back by having stupid penalties? Like, that's what it, what it is, is stupid penalties. It's already hard enough that we get bad calls, you know, and everybody, every team gets bad calls every game. You know what I'm saying? It may not be a lot. Maybe it may be a little. But there's bad calls made every game. You don't want to fucking help the refs, though. You don't want to do that. Like, I, I don't I don't understand. I don't understand that part. Like, why would you want to help the ref out? You know, what I mean? you already see how the flow of the game is going. And, that, and that's more so on the leadership, on the coaching staff, too. Because your star players are doing this. Man, these niggas kill me, boy. It's like, and that, and that is, and when they say, well, the Raiders being the Raiders, we, we, we could be a good team. We can even be an above average team, but we set ourselves back by having stupid penalties. It's already bad enough that we're trying to put a group of players together to play well, to where they can have a, a solid defense and a good offense. But when you just have a good offense, but you're, but it's piled up and you're being pushed back by penalties, that's not good enough because we don't have an elite offense. We don't have an elite defense. So you can't overcome some of those bad calls and you definitely can't overcome some of the calls where you're shooting your own self in the fucking foot. And it's like, man, what in the fuck? Like, and I get it. Like some player, we got some great players on this team now, you know, and I know we've been through a lot, man, with the whole coaching change, losing us to uh, one of our top receivers. And then a DB being a, uh, uh, a DB, which was a, a top draft pick being a distraction. And honestly, I'm, let me say something about that, about uh, Damon Arnett. We made an emotional move to let him go. He could have still been on that roster. He could have just got disciplined, even maybe suspended maybe a game or two. Maybe suspended a game or two, had his nigga sit down, get his life together. You know what I'm saying? Because he's young. I don't think he should endure the same type of penalty that Ruggs and Gruden just went through. Gruden obviously says some things in some emails that attack multiple communities. Ruggs, Killed somebody because of a reckless decision. Arnett acted emotionally online. Didn't harm anybody or anything like that. He should still be on the team. I'm not by any means am I. I'm not cool with his play. Like he hasn't played well since we drafted him. At the same time, like. If you're going to let him go, let him go because of his play, not because of his off the field actions that didn't lead up to anything. Now, could it could have uh, led up to something? Absolutely. But it didn't, you know, because um, I believe in we still got to save ourselves, bro. You know, these cats are young and they stupid and they got money and that's it. And they and they and they probably put themselves in a situation where, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, the only way that they can change it is to change their lifestyle. But 
Nah, I think I think I think he should get picked up. I, I seen somebody say he should still be on the practice squad. And I agree. As long as you change his contract, he's not getting paid as much. He gotta earn his way up. But, you know, that's that's whatever. I'm disappointed in my Raiders. Very disappointed, man. Uh that shit is just it makes no fucking sense, man. Makes no fucking sense. Uh but on to uh the bigger news. Uh, the biggest thing that's been sur- surfacing the the nets that went viral. Um, we played the Detroit Pistons yesterday, and it's the fucking Detroit Pistons. No disrespect to Detroit Pistons fans, but like, but at the same time, the way we've been playing this year, I'm not, I'm not surprised that the game was close because even if we, if at one point we were blowing them out, we're going to lose that lead in the third quarter or in the fourth. That's how we've been playing. Um, so when Brown was there, we were still down. You know what I'm saying? At one point, we were down by like 12. At, at some point, we ended up being down. I think the biggest deficit was um, 17 points. And that was, that was after LeBron was gone. That was after LeBron was gone. But prior to LeBron leaving, I think... We were at least down by 12 at one point. And Stewart, that plays for the Pistons, he's a, a, if you've never seen him play before, like he's one of those. I don't want to compare him to Leon Poe because Leon Poe was a little bit more. Hmm. Leon Poe, if you if you guys ever watch Leon Poe games, a little bit more finesse, but he is one of those garbage Cats like he does the dirty work, but he could you know he could put up some points. Um, Stewart is just an athletic. I think he like six eight. Like he's not that much smaller than Ron. Not that much smaller than Ron. But he young. He athletic, and he like he does the most. You know what I'm saying? Like at one point there was like two or three possessions in a row where this nigga was grabbing offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds. Like the nigga was out, and the, and the thing was. He was like boxing out though. That's the thing though. He wasn't just out jumping these niggas. He was literally boxing these niggas out, grabbing boards. And I want to say Brian probably got frustrated. And there's things that we don't see during the game. You know what I'm saying? Because it's impossible to watch every single player in their interaction at the same time because you're keyed in on whoever has the ball really or some from time you don't you're 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 paying attention to whatever you're paying attention to but you can't pay attention to the whole entire uh game because that's impossible you know what i mean um that's what instant replay is for because you'll you know they'll blow the whistle and they'll be like and we'll be like well what happened and then at the bottom of the screen you'll see some niggas getting in a tussle or somebody spill some water on the sideline whatever the case may be anyhow my point is, you don't see everything that's going on. But I'm pretty sure it's one of those things where it was a mixture between Stewart doing too much, but at the same time doing his job to where it probably was frustrating Braun and, and everybody else to where he was grabbing boards and shit like that. Second chance points. That's why we was getting our ass whooped. Second chance. And we could we wasn't defending the three ball good at all, but that's been it since the beginning of the season. Not defending the three ball. We got to be dead last you could add another basketball league to the league that we're in and we'll be dead last with the double leagues in defending the three ball, right? So, 
you know, Bron doesn't have a reputation of being a dirty player at all. Even a player that critiques him a lot, I know he's not a dirty player. You can literally go down a line and know who Chris Paul probably is at the, he's probably the poster child of dirty players. So when you see that shit, we're not surprised. What we are surprised is he doesn't get penalized a lot for it. That's what we are surprised. Are we surprised by the action? No, man, we didn't see Chris Paul hit niggas in their nuts throughout his whole career. Throw the ball, hit the ball in people's faces. Like this nigga, this nigga is elite when it comes to like dirty plays because he'll do it to the point where you be like, well, was he really trying to do? No, nah, that nigga, that nigga's dirty. Brian is the total opposite, but that nigga did do a dirty play though. That nigga elbowed the dog shit out of him. And now here comes in the different generations. Some of you niggas pick and choose when y'all want to be a part of a generation. Oh, this generation is softened. I totally agree with that. All these, I ain't going to say all, but a lot of these niggas are softening the league. And we already know niggas is not fighting. Niggas is not, and this is why I'm not mad at why niggas is not fighting. Paycheck, your brand. We already know Brian not about to get in a scuffle with nobody. Now, would I put it past him? No, because let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Brian is still a human being at the end of the day. I believe if he got pissed off, I think there's a certain level where you get pissed off where you can't control yourself. And I'm not talking about that shit that Stewart did last night because he could control himself. That all that shit was just fake, theatrical, or whatever. That that everybody's looking at you like, what the fuck are you doing? At this point, like just you're not gonna get to the nigga. Like, and I don't know if if people thought that was it, that's the Detroit way. That wasn't no Detroit way. That's not the Detroit that I grew up watching. Like, if you was going to do anything, you would have did it in the game. All that rah-rah shit that you're doing, he had so many opportunities standing in front of Bron. Like, y'all do realize at one point they were face-to-face. You know what I'm saying? So my boy Gio, shout out to Ballers Union, he made up an excuse saying that he had a concussion. That nigga, that, yo, bro, if these niggas is that soft to where they getting concussions after getting elbowed in the face, like, that wasn't even, all right, I get it. He busted him open, right? So we're saying every time a nigga get hit in the face, there's a concussion? But even, all right, even if it was, let's just say it was a concussion. You're telling me, like, he had no problems walking. You know, he, he, he wasn't stumbling or anything like that. He was just grabbing his face and he was more so upset. Obviously it was painful, but he's more upset that he got elbowed. But you're telling me that he got upset because Brian probably called. Now this is the thing. Nobody heard the audio. So we're assuming that Brian says something in, in general, but I don't care. Let's just go with the narrative. Let's just say he did say something. Or whatever, called him a little boy or tell him to chill out or whatever. So you're telling me that he got more upset over the words than the actual action? What type of where they do that at? That's what they that's what they do where y'all from? They get more upset over the words than the actual action? That's crazy. That's crazy. Now, did I think Brown's gonna end up doing something to him? No. Why would he? The nigga's a billionaire. Like, why, why, why would he, why would he, why would he try to harm his brand by something that he felt like he knew he was wrong for? I'm pretty sure Brian felt, knew he was wrong for that. I mean, if you want to be technical, if you want to be soft, I mean, I, I, I don't want to say soft, 
But yeah, if you want to act like nigga righteous, then yeah, Braun was dead wrong for doing that. And he probably felt that. That's why his action, like, what do you want Braun to do? Act, you want to act for him to act fake rah-rah? Like Stewart was doing? Because, like I said, he was in Braun's face. Come on, bro. I've been watching basketball for a long time. I've seen when niggas got really upset. I was seeing when Reggie Miller went after uh, Kobe. No, when, 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 uh, when, what you call it? Chris Childs took off on Kobe. Beep, beep, twice. So if you really going to do something, then do something. Ben Wallace, even though he didn't swing on our test, that push was just as hard as a, a, a fucking swing. So when you tell, when you talk about being upset, like, and man, Malice in the Palace Park, that's what y'all think? That's what y'all thought? Man, that nigga put on a show. WWE at its finest. And I'm saying not WWF. WWF was just pure wrestling. WWE, nigga, that's entertainment right there. He did all that. You know what I'm saying? He uh, So in Gio's words, he was trying to collect his thoughts before he started to get amped up. Nigga, as the time went on and more people came onto the floor, he started to get riled up more. That's where I'm from. That's just, that's fake. You're looking to act, you're, you're being animated. And then think about it though. You're being animated towards a person that's not going to fight you anyway. So now you're acting super animated, knowing that Bron is not going to retaliate. You shifted your anger toward, you probably shifted a little bit of your anger towards Russ. Now, Russ probably ended up fighting you. I don't think AD is going to fight. Not saying that he wouldn't fight. I'm just saying, I don't think he's going to, it wouldn't be wise. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we don't need this nigga getting, we don't need this nigga getting hurt or whatever. But like AD said, you're not, we're not about to let you run up on a homie. That was, that would be any, that would be anybody. They did, they did hold Rondo. There's a part, I don't know if y'all watched the whole thing, but they, Rondo was on the bench in the warmups and they was holding that nigga back. That's who you should be worried about. The last time he was in a scuffle, he socked somebody. So that's the nigga that you need to be worried about. You worried about Bron, who ain't, that nigga ain't swung on nobody, bro. That nigga out there making space jail too. Now, if there was a fight set up, would Bron win? Would it be an issue? Look, that nigga is 6'8", 240, 250. Um, I don't know what's going to happen if them two niggas collide. I don't know, because I ain't never seen neither one of them fight. But at the end of the day, we know he, he wasn't going to fight last night. He wasn't going to fight last night at all. Everybody knew that. But it started out as a bam. The nigga elbowed him. Right. And, and, and originally, if you watch the play and then you watch it in the instant replay that they showed at first, it's like, oh, this nigga tried to box him out or go for the rebound or something like that. So it, uh, it looked, it looked harmless. Right. But then when they showed another angle, you saw the intent in Braun swinging his elbow. Right. You saw the intent. So he did it on purpose. 
They go face to face. Oh, boys, we don't know what was said, though. That's the thing, though. You can see them niggas mouthing off. But we don't know what was said. But the fact that, and look, if you really watch in the beginning of the scuffle, he balls up his fist and he acts like he's going to swing twice. Not once, but twice. Go back and watch when they have the little face-off thing and then you have players coming in and pulling them back and shit like that. When they're still close to each other, like his reach, if he would have swung, he would have connect. He, he, if he didn't connect, it would have, I'm not saying, it wouldn't have landed, probably it wouldn't have landed 100%, but it would have landed. I'm not sure what the percentage would have been, but what I'm saying is he was close enough to, to get some type of connection. And he bought up his fist twice and he didn't swing. And as it, but he bought it up as if he was about to swing. Go out, go back and look at the footage. Go back and look at the footage. That's why I'm like, oh, this nigga capping. Now, was he really upset? Yes. But now I feel like it was just a sense of embarrassment. Maybe he took it as embarrassment of him getting elbowed. And then I'm not sure if he knew he was busted open or not. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't really tell you're bleeding unless you wipe the blood off of you or unless the shit is getting in your eye if, and you feel like, and it's not sweat. You know what I'm saying? But I think he busted his lip and his eye. Everybody had busted that type of their eye before. Have you ever busted the top of your eye right there? I have. Um, and so now he just leaking, but it seemed like he started leaking more and more and more. This nigga started to jump around. This little, this nigga literally tried to get through a gauntlet of people. Only, only little, if they would have let him go, he still would have had to get through the Laker gauntlet. And then if he would have, finally, if he would have got through that, then he would have got to Braun. And when what? At that point, I ain't going to even lie to you. At that point, I felt like he probably would have had to do something. Because, like I just said, he would have had to do something. You did all that beast mode running. You got to do something now, nigga. If they would have just said, here, look, go. Go get him. You got to do something. Because you're doing all this animated shit that you wasn't doing before in front of him. Like, they did They did the standard woofing, right? You disagree with the elbow he just sent you. Felt like he did that on purpose and rightfully so. Brian is barking back to probably telling you to chill out. We don't know. But obviously, you, he must have said something. He, he didn't say he didn't like Game of Thrones. He must have said something else. And then after all that rah-rah shit, the basic rah-rah shit that y'all got going on back and forth, it wasn't until... Something that nobody else heard, Ron said something, and then Eustace started to go off. Yeah, that nigga probably felt embarrassed. He probably felt embarrassed. But I'm going to tell you this, though. he, These young niggas is stupid. I would have played it a whole totally different way. Like, I'm the one that got elbowed. I'm the one that's busted open. I would have just do what they normally do when they get barely tapped. Go to the ground. <laughs> Start acting like this shit hurt than it really does. I would have did that. I would have started acting like this shit is more painful than what it really is. And then Brian, that would have been on Brian Bumper. Cause now you playing into, now you playing into the pain, but now you just, re, you just reacting off of pure emotions. Now you at home, the crowd is in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Them niggas, no, them crowd wasn't about to hop out on them players. 
Hell no. Not, not today. Not, I don't care how tough y'all think Detroit is. Then white people ain't hopping in shit. And the last time they did hop in something, they got their ass whooped. So the Malice in the Palace was a, was a bunch of niggas from Indiana basketball team that whooped on some Detroit player fans. That's what y'all want again. Y'all just gonna beat up by some LA players. And the, and that indie that indie team had goons on that squad. Them niggas had goons. Y'all didn't learn from the first time. Look, ain't no fan about to run out there and do nothing. And then the rest of the team didn't even do nothing. The rest of the Detroit team didn't do nothing but hold niggas back. They was holding both that nigga and Laker players back. How you had Detroit players holding Laker players back? Them niggas didn't want to fight. Nobody else wanted to fight except for that nigga. And that was it. But I tell you what, I think that's our first time playing them. So they got to come to LA. You know, we only play twice a year. So that's going to be a good one. Niggas are going to keep their eyes on Stewart and Braun. If Braun is actually playing that game, we don't know. But I'm going to look up and see when we play Detroit again. I would love to see that when they come to the Staples Center. I, I, I just want to play close to that matchup and things like that. This is also on the coaches. You know what I'm saying? And it, I, I don't know. I don't know. It was a good game, though. It was a good game. Uh, Russ and Melo and AD, those three right there were the reason why the comeback was real. You know, like I said, we was down by 17 at one point and Melo knocking down shots, AD. Uh, killing in the paint and on the defensive side. At one point, he had two blocks in the same possession. Russ was out there getting his buckets on the way to the crib. I mean, on the way to the hole. Um, they did their thing. The defense is still bad. There's no, there's, that's not a secret about that. So if we want to know why the Lakers are in close games with the Pistons, it's the same reason why we was in close games with Houston. Same reason why we was in close games with the Hornets. Like we're going to be in close games with the good and the bad teams. Why? Because we're not a good defensive team right now. The point blank period. You know what I mean? And it's not about, it's not about that, uh, the, if they can play defense, it's just a matter of so it's just them breaking down because they've showed that they can play defense. These niggas is not playing defense the whole game though. That's the point that, that, that needs to be made is that they're not playing a full game. And, and, and honestly, there's not too many teams out there that's doing it. You know what I mean? It's either some great, and that's the thing. We don't have a great offense. We don't have a great offense because honestly, we don't have a offensive identity. We want to push the ball to AD and have the offense to go through him. But AD is not money right now. He's not money right now. Is he still a talent? Yes, but he's not money right now. So now we got to do now. Now we got to shift it to Bron. Bron, this is what Bron's um, his second game back because the first one was against uh, Boston. I think we played Boston on Friday. Last Friday. Um, that was that that game right there. We're supposed to beat that Boston team. And we didn't because of defense, second chance points, rebounding and protecting that three ball. If we pull it, if we protect that three ball, we're going to win a lot of games, but we're giving up, you know, in, in four, in, in four possessions, we could be giving up 12 points. Real talk, just like that. And that's, and that's, and that's after we don't win up by 
nine. We could be up nine for over 12 points in, in, in four possessions. Just like that. We're getting lost on defense. That's just, it is what it is. No communication. And we've shown, we've shown traits. We've shown spurts of playing great team defense and even offense. But again, with this roster, we have so many players. We have to see how that shit is going to fit. And, and honestly, I don't want to lose none of these players. I like all of them. It's just, there's not enough playing time. We still haven't even gotten Trevor back. You know what I'm saying? Kendrick Nunn needs a chance to play, you know, because we had Cass injured. We just got THT back a couple of games ago, which is needed because he can actually create his own shot. You know, what I'm saying? and he's still got a lot of growing up to do. He's he's made you know, turnovers. Russ got the bulk of them. Everybody having turnovers, bad possessions. Everybody besides Russ, we've been having uh, a couple of other cats, not as much as Russ. But everybody else storming to the rack. Like all else fails. Let's just, let's just, you know, hit the A gap and get to the rack. Boom. Charging call. Bron has picked some up. THC has picked some up. Monk feels like one game he can shoot from the fucking, uh, top of the arena. And then in some games where he just comes in and he's just straight pedestrian. And I just, that's just a matter of them niggas figuring out what their role is. <laughs> that's all. Even when I think we've played the worst basketball, period. And we're still right there. And I know the season is too long to say, all right, well, they'll get it together after All-Star break. They need to start figuring it out now. And I think that usually happens around, you know, the Christmas games. Then after that, there's another level to step up to because now these teams that's that's playing, they're not playing anymore. Like they're they're gunning for the Lakers. The, the, there's not a, even Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and the Lakers. Those three teams right there, those are championship contender teams right there, right? And teams are not afraid of them because the Lakers. You got Bron, AD. Russ, Milwaukee, you got Giannis, who is considered the best player in the league right now. You got Drew Holiday over there, who is a lockdown defender. And they're the defending champs. Then you got Brooklyn, who a lot of people have penciled in as going to the championship and or winning with KD, with Harden, and a possible Kyrie Irving. So those three teams are going to be highlighted. But those three teams are not... No, they're not afraid of those three teams. They're gunning for these niggas. You know what I mean? They're really gunning for them. So we'll see, man. Like, is it, is it frustrating being a Lakers fan right now? Yes, because we know we got, we're surrounded by talent, but it seems like the effort is not there and they're not identifying the offense pretty damn. They're not identifying the offense at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're picking and choosing what we want to roll with. Well, that's the one thing I can say I'm cool with because when we, when we hot, we know what to do. But that's the thing. We got to turn that motherfucking oven on. Because once we miss a couple of shots, our offense is not... I'm not going to say that our offense is bad. I'm going to say our offense is not consistent. You know what I mean? Because we can have a good offense. And we got Wayne Ellington back. Boy, that boy can shoot. 
You know what I'm saying? We still waiting on Austin Reeves to come back. That's another good player that we got. Young cat. You know what I'm saying? Rookie. But again, look at all the names that I just said. You know, and Vogel is started to make some changes slowly but surely because he took Kent Bazemore out, to the, out of the starting lineup. You know what I mean? I just mentioned Rondo. Look at all the players that I'm talking about, bro. Look at all the players that I'm mentioning. I haven't even mentioned the bigs who haven't been playing that playing that well. And actually, Dwight Howard has been playing good the last two games. This nigga is a spot-up three-point shooter. <laughs> this nigga is one of the best three-point shooters we got on our fucking team. You know what I mean? He was not shooting that shit like that when he was in Orlando, especially when he was in the, uh, uh, in his peak. That nigga wasn't shooting a raw rock like that at all. He he was down low beasting. Um, but now this thing is spotting up in the corner and at the top of the key, knocking that bitch down. You know what I mean? So I gotta give, I gotta take my hat off. And he wanted to come back too, boy. Man, when he went to Philly, I was, I felt a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Cause he was one of our rim protectors and AD is a rim protector. And we got DeAndre Jordan. Um, look, I'm giving these niggas, I'm giving everybody time. It just, some teams have started off real good. It felt like Golden State took, took some seasons off and said, you know what, nigga, we back. And that's cool. And that's cool. Outside of Golden State, nigga, ain't nobody, ain't nobody I'm afraid of like that. Golden State is just clicking right now. And they got it, but they got an offensive identity. Everybody know that shit go through stuff. And then when that comes, you know, you throw pool in there. But with, man, let me tell you, these niggas is hooping now. These niggas is hooping. But even then, when Clay come back, the offense is going to change. It's going to go back to the Splash Brothers. You know, they probably going, they probably going to feed him in slowly. You know what I'm saying? Because Clay's been gone for a cool minute. You know what I mean? So you got to give him some time to get, to get, you know, comfortable with the the pace of the game. Um, that's it. Everybody else, I'm not really. Everybody else is just hit or miss. You know, we've seen some teams. It, there's no. I'm not about to sit up here and act like, well, why are these teams losing to this team, or why is it this close, nigga? This is the NBA. You know, some are some are just good matchups. Sacramento is probably a, a good matchup towards one of these playoff contender teams. You know, so we'll see. You know, but. Again, I thought it was a good game. Uh, it is, a, like, no disrespect, like I said, because of the expectations and, and the players that we have only, why the fuck are we struggling with the Pistons? But at the same time, I think we were already know when you have nothing to lose, you got a you got a rookie over there that's supposed to be y'all franchise player, and y'all niggas, is, nobody's scared of the Lakers, nobody's scared of the Bucks, nobody's scared of Brooklyn, nigga, niggas about the gun because they about to make their name off of us. So I expected them to come out hard. Them niggas, they all pro, they professional athletes. We just got names over here right now. And at one point out on, during their peak, they was the man on their team. And that's what we got. We took, we took, we took some of these cats that used to run their squads or co, uh, captains with their squads. And now they're all on one roster. And that's where we're at. But, um, yeah, stop that cap shit, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? That shit weird. But, you know, that's what drives the internet or whatever. Um, I do believe Stewart was really mad, but I also thought he was faking for the camera as well. I did think Bron did that on purpose. At the same time, I don't think he's a dirty player. So two things could be, both things could be right. 
you know. Um, hopefully they squash it, but if they don't, that's going to make for a good second game. And it's going to be in Staples Center. It's going to be another show. It's going to be another show. You know, Spotlight, there's a storyline. There's a storyline to that. Now, now there's a storyline for the season, but you know, come come after All-Star Blake break, we're not going to be worried about that shit. Everybody going to be focusing on jockeying for a position uh, for the playoffs after the All-Star weekend. And that's what it is. Open run with BTG. There were some other things that I wanted to get to. Um, there were so many. I know the Porter fight. Yeah, that was crazy. Did y'all hear about his dad saying that he, he went into the fight uh, calling it? That was crazy. Like, he knew he was going to call the fight because he said his son... It's about that time. And I think, I think, uh, Porter retired. If I'm not mistaken, he retired. That was crazy, man. But he also said that he wasn't going to retire if his dad wasn't going to be able to train him. He don't want to be, be trained by anybody else. You know what I mean? So that's, that's cool. I think he's still fairly young, but it is what it is, man. I'm not a boxer. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to UCLA. I mean, well, shout out to UCLA in so many reasons. Our basketball team is still rolling. You know what I mean? I got to see who we play next. Because um, our biggest opponent thus far was Villanova. And they uh, that was a good game. That was a good game. But shout out to shout out to UCLA football squad, man. Taking down SC. Put up a 60-piece. Uh, we run the city for at least a year now. You know what I mean? So keep that energy going. Hopefully that, that helps with the recruits and so on and so on. Raiders, figure that shit out, man, because it looks like it's going to be a heavy race uh, for those last couple of seeds for the playoffs. I mean, because everybody is around at five and, you know, six and, six and four, five and five mark. There's a lot of teams that's that's around that mark. So niggas is going to be jockeying for position. Uh, no thanks to Dallas, who couldn't handle all that rah-rah shit that y'all were doing in the beginning of the season. You niggas put up with with three or six points against uh, Casey, a bum-ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? And then Pittsburgh, y'all didn't help as well. And, then, and by us beating Pittsburgh, that helps. But y'all couldn't beat the Chargers. So here we are. <laughs> here we are. But, I mean, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't just shit on them because if we get our job done, we ain't got to worry about them. You know what I mean? So shout out, man. Open roll with BTG, man. Let's see what the rest of this week holds for us, basketball and football-wise. Check y'all later.